Welcome to the Fatty Z Muskie Podcast. I'm Andy. Joining the phone, I have Vance. Hi, Vance. Good evening. Good evening. We also have Todd. Hi, Todd. Hello. I'm here, guys. Excellent. This podcast is brought to you by Fat AZ Musky Products. FatAZMusky.com. That is the website. Social media is Facebook and Instagram. Look up Fat AZ Musky Products. You'll probably find us. Um, let's see. Talking. Let's talk a little rod holder talk. So, um, if anyone quickly paid attention, um, I had very limited couple very limited items that I put up on Facebook and to uh, avoid any further uh, run-ins, I guess you could say, I have been deleting them on these limited posts. When, they, when they're gone, they're gone because I've made some posts in the past about limited things and like years later, people are still asking about them with screenshots and I almost wish I didn't do it. <laughs> Hey, Any more blends? Can you yeah. can you paint this for me? I didn't like <laughs> painting the first one, but <laughs> the second one. Three, yeah, <laughs> I didn't like painting it three years ago. Yeah, 2013 was different. Um, <laughs> but so that's kind of like I, I I treated it as two little flash sales going on, and the uh, to talk about the one a little bit. I don't think we talked about this. Was uh, we had in a pinch. We, we modified some Cisco rail mount brackets, if that's even the right word to use. Um, the reason we did that was if anyone follows Muskie Hunter TV on Facebook, they would have seen here not long ago, I'm going to probably say a month ago, maybe. I don't I don't know exactly what day. Um, Jim Sarek did a short little video using our rod holders. And um, in that video, you're going to notice that those are not rail mounts. These are our track mount slants, uh, the most popular rod holder that we have. Um, and they are mounted onto a bracket. That bracket was made by Cisco Fishing out of Cleveland, and he had us modify those so he could keep his rails, but he still wants convenience of quick removal of the rod holder. And uh, he really liked our rod holders, and, you know, he those are the ones he chose to put on his boat. So I modified those Cisco's and, um, you know, hooked them up. He went out trolling with them. They're going to be uh, on a muskie hunter show, I guess, in the spring sometime, the, the TV show. So that's kind of neat. I, I can't say for sure that there's ever been a TV show with our rod holders in them. I've. I don't know. Have you guys seen any? Yeah, I don't. Uh, I don't think here and there. I don't know. I mean, TV. That there's, there's not a huge variety of musky fishing shows on television. That's true. And but well, I mean, who, who's using them? Pete. Pete has them. Yeah. Pete, Pete Mayna. I don't think the guys at Keys Outdoors use them. If they do, um, I, they, you I don't know, know. They have that. They have that show. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm just wondering if somebody was fishing with someone who did a show. You know, Adams, Tony. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Greg I mean, and Tony maybe on one of the musky hunters. Yeah, because I know they went down there cave run to fish. Yeah, but, yeah. With Greg and Tony, he might have showed up there. 
Yeah, I have I have no yeah. idea. So but... that, yeah, absolutely. You're going back. Long story short, no. So, anyways, that that's going to be a little interesting thing going on with that. So the post that I made, getting back to it, was I was able to get my hands on about a dozen of those uh, Cisco brackets, uh, modified them up, and very quickly they all. I thought they all sold. They're still the the last couple are still in limbo right now. I'm waiting to hear back. But um, so if you saw a post and said, "Hey, that's kind of neat," and then all of a sudden it wasn't there, uh, you're not seeing things. I put them up when they were gone. I deleted them just for the reason of we might be having our own little thing in the works. But this got us through um, some pre-orders and hopefully some Christmas wish list stuff. Um, but yeah, that's the backstory there behind the. If anyone saw that Sarek video, and um, but let's see, going on from there, rod holders, things are starting to shape up here in the pole barn. Slowly getting ready to start uh, squirting some paint. I did some blank counts. You know that's, you know that's something that like I don't think, I, I don't even say all bait makers have to deal with. But when I have all these bait blanks and some. Uh, retail orders that I need to fill and just trying to get a count and see where I'm at and where all the various stages of blanks and stuff are, you know, that takes, that takes a little bit of time. And I, I started that process and, you know, I'm getting the place ready. I'm hoping here in the next week or so before the first of the year to, to start, start getting some paint put down on these baits. Um, that's what I'm hoping we're going to see. If it takes another week, it takes another week. But there's no shows to to rush us. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean that that's kind of that's kind of a bummer. It's also a breath of fresh air a little bit to where the the the, the added pressure of that is is not there. Um, but it is what it is. I mean, we're not changing any of it. You'll um, figure something out to this. This will be where the pressure. virtual show kicks off. Yeah. Yeah. The virtual show where I'm going to unveil my po- polarized yeah, contacts. <laughs> <laughs> but Would that uh, work? I know. That was like an idea we had. Yeah. Some polarized contact. Yeah. I don't know. I, I don't think it would work, but <laughs> who knows? Maybe. We'll, we'll start doing like they do with that spinnerbait booth. Uh, Andy can be sitting in the background. The virtual show. What color would you like? <laughs> oh, you're yeah. You're talking. Uh, Those guys that make them on hand. Yeah. Musky Mayhem. Yeah. yeah. I think there's other other ones do too. Hey, Thank you. You know, add, add a little thicker bar there for me there, Andy. Okay, there you go. Oh, okay. So there's I'm, I'm no going to live paint it like that at all. <laughs> yeah, live painting. <laughs> live painting custom. <laughs> Oh, okay. We got to stop talking. Yeah, that no. Would I be think this would be great bad. because because see, it, this is how it has to lay out. So, Chris and I could be in the background like working paint at each other. No, you. We need to have a wooden bench. We have to just like in a basketball game, and then all of a sudden, someone's gonna call in the bench warmers. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That would be funny though, and 
they're like, well, you know, make me up a, a perch orange belly, and they just get like the same exact color each time. Yeah. <laughs> white, <laughs> white. They're like, who would you like to paint this? Oh, you you want a chartreuse and purple Nemo? How about here's your shad? <laughs> Go on, you like it? Move on. How, how come the dot is running? I'm, I'm glad you like it to so continue on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The Skype virtual show. Can, can you paint a something. walleye? Yes, it is. While here you go. I'm sorry, sir, but this is a cowboy boot full of orange juice. <laughs> we, just have, we just have them all in boxes in the back. And... Rummage around. Yeah. Vance's back turns while he's squirting some paint. And they're like, here you go. Oh, yeah. yeah. Beautiful. It's be- he, he blows on it and a big cloud of dust comes off from sitting. Here's, yeah, it's already sealed. Imagine that. Yeah. How come this has teeth marks? Because I used it all last year. <laughs> the last one so scram. <laughs> Our, we would get a review and it would be like, you know, Vance and Todd tried really, really hard. And that would just be a slap in the face. Because <laughs> like, no one wanted to insult us. <laughs> yes, the review, Yelp review is A for effort. <laughs> a for effort. <laughs> I tried. I know why they fish for a living. <laughs> I guess at some point, Todd and I have to get in the booth for a couple, you know? Oh, yeah. You have to. No matter what, we got to do that. We had the request for the bench warmers already. Yeah. The bench warmers did really, really well last or in 2020. Yeah. Our, our, uh, our baits caught fish. Oh yeah, it really put a a new meaning into action over color. Yeah, <laughs> you know, <laughs> silly. Putting the bait in the right zone. Absolutely, what it lo- looks like is not that important. <laughs> just fishing with a purpose. Just saying, out of spite, I'm going to catch one on this color. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's funny, but yeah, virtual show. I mean, other than like the hilarity of it, I'm not really sure how it would work. But that would be neat to do like live painting. But it's it's gonna happen one day. This virtual show. Mm-hmm. It, yeah, it would have to be a show. It couldn't be the AZ show. We'd have like right. eight people watching. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, but these eight people will be extremely loyal. They would be. Yes. It'd be big money people. That's for sure. Yeah. yeah. Definitely high Trump. rollers. Hunter Biden. Um, <laughs> but that show's going to happen off of like, and we're going to be sitting here with the idea. And we'll be like, damn it. You know, that was, we had that idea. But also, it really took a lot of effort to put on. And up. I'm yeah. glad we didn't do it. And yeah. we were just participants rather than creators. That would take somebody a long time to get that all 
Oh my god, they can't do vir- like virtual stuff nowadays any good. Well, no, they're still struggling. When you listen to this yeah. national, you know, stuff on the radio, there's all kinds of crazy stuff happening. When you're yeah. watching TV, they're dropping, and you know, people yeah. people drop, people come on, people they can't get a hold of people. Yeah, your cell phone. Yeah, I remember. Uh, you know, a lot of people used that fish donkey app. Mm-hmm. Last year, and especially for some of the the tournaments that we were promoting for the local musky dinks, and I remember uh, people being on the boat, and you know, like here comes in like a thirty four inch, and I'm like, Jesus Christ! Like I know we're gonna net that, we're gonna put it on fish donkey, and so we net the fish, and they're trying to get this app ready. Because you have to live enter the fish in the app. I'm like, so, boom, done with getting the hooks out, sitting there waiting. And, like, just an immense amount of time is passing because of the technical issues with the app. Mm-hmm. Now, does that come in with the the cell phone service, just the uh, user friendliness of the app, things like that? Uh, there, there were specific things you had to do. I mean, you had to take it out, measure it on a certified board, um, get multiple pictures of it, and then, you know, eventually release it. That sounds really good, right? But like in the field, it's not, not good. Like yeah. not, not, not easy to do. And people were entering them, and then they'd be like, submit. They'd be like, shit, it didn't go through. We got to do it again. I'm like, I'm throwing the fish back. You can't have them like fish out this long. You know what I'm saying? We're not. You can't do that. It's, yeah. it's a, I've never played with that fish donkey. What's it about? So the fish fish donkey app, I think, is just like live recordings of your actual catch in a in a closed tournament. You know, so like say. Us three were in a tournament against one another. Andy went to Edinburgh. Uh, Todd went to Lake Arthur. And I went to Prescott Bay or something like that. And uh, we could still compete and enter the fish we catch. And it would show up on the leaderboard just from what we put, just for, from what we do on our phones. So you'd be at any, any, anywhere in the, you know, anywhere with cell phone service, and you can upload your fish to the leaderboard. Okay, so it's more of a tournament-driven app than it is. It's, it's a tor- it's a tournament-driven app, yes. It's yeah. not like it's a forum it's, and look at me and... No, I mean, you know, we, we said, fit, uh, you know, register at fishdonkey.com. You know, remember all that stuff? Yeah, uh, I, I, yeah and, I, I was thinking register something else, but... But, like, yeah, we would... I mean, we'd be saying it, and then all of a sudden, I'm like, "Oh, this is what this is all about." And it was just yeah. like a, it was a technical disaster at points. And the strategy, like they were doing with that other release thing, where the, the like the morning of the tournament, they said you need to get a golf ball and hold this golf ball, and you take the picture with the, holding the golf ball with the fish. Uh-huh. Now they're trying to get live with that. Yeah, essentially. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They should just turn it into the amazing race. Yeah. <laughs> like before before you get it. Yeah. Like 
10 participants never fished in their lives and they're put into like <laughs> this fishing tournament like first you have to rob somebody and take their boat and then like <laughs> go out and catch a fish and yeah. like obtain all these like items and then go and fish but and here's when, your like, empty soup can and some scrubby clothes you need to panhandle your way to buy your first rod <laughs> yeah then anyway. once, once you get your first rod you gotta catch you gotta catch enough fish to sell at the market <laughs> hey we got a buyer <laughs> we got a buyer he wants musky meat he does i mean that that was the uh, that was one of the most odd things in 2020 talk about it because i it, i'm drawing a blank on it do you know that feeling when like some you, you can feel somebody's eyes on you like they're staring at you absolutely and then it goes from like awkwardness to almost assault <laughs> Okay. Well, that's like kind of what it was with this dude that wanted musky meat when Todd and I would launch the boat. Okay, yeah, so he would okay. be like tying us up. All right, so let, let me get this straight. <laughs> you guys pull in in the morning, and you untarp the boat, you unstrap it, you do your normal thing, and you just feel it. It's like the sun rays are hitting you, and you're like, I can feel this. You back up. You're like, I'm a little bit warm. And you look, glance over, and there's like a like he's licking his lips. I, I just oh my God. So I, I discussed this on the podcast. I, 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 I talk about it because I don't remember this all that okay, much. Okay, so I, I got a call one day. This guy's like, "Yeah, you know, you, you know, you guys are doing the charters. You're musky, you know, or you know, you're Muddy Creek. My family really likes eating musky. You know, do you sell any of the meat?" No, I don't sell any musky meat. I don't even think that's legal. Oh, yeah, it's legal. I looked it up. It's legal. This is via a phone call now, okay? Now, all of of Chautauqua Lake, 18 miles long. After this guy contacts me, he said, well, if I would book a trip, if we would catch one, can I take it in so we get musky meat? I said, you know what? We We do catch and release. I don't take any fish in. I can't do that. You know, okay, well, you know, I think you're missing the boat here. You could sell this musky meat. Okay. Okay. I, uh, I, I remember you saying catch and release. I remember that part of the story. Um, yeah. Did you give him any hot tips about behind the Lumacraft in the bush? No, I should have told him <laughs> if you want some musky meat. Yes. laying by the dead bush over here. Oh, yeah. It's jerky at this rock. point. It's ripe. No. But that story, it was within, like, a day or two I'm launching the boat and the guy comes up and starts talking to me and I knew his voice. It was the musky meat guy. Mm-hmm. And Vance runs into him like the next day. Oh yeah. He corners Vance. About he was gone down the line. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Crazy. Could, could there, I mean, could there have been, and I'm, I'm, I might be giving this guy a little too much credit. I don't know. I've never met him. I've never talked to him. Could there be, and hear me out, a little bit of jealousy from him or spite towards you guys? And if he could get you guys on the phone saying or in the act of actually selling game meat, wild oh game, 
to get you guys busted because that is a federal <laughs> offense. Like you cannot do no. that. He says no. You look. He said he read me something out of the out of his mind. Out of the book. Oh my God, he, he shows you the book, and it's like letters <laughs> he, he cut out of the newspaper, yeah. like a ransom. One hundred and one. <laughs> yeah, one hundred and one point a five six four three. You are allowed to sell musky meat. Period. <laughs> if it's legally caught. My family eats muskies, not just muskies, but the musky meat five nights a week. And all those, Dude, all that mercury and PCBs or whatever are not affecting us at all. And like, <laughs> you're actually watching clumps of his hair fall out and stuff. There are lots of older people where we fish on Chautauqua Lake that really enjoyed eating musky meat. Yeah. No doubt. Yeah. I, I talked. People still say it. Yeah. yeah. There's something I don't like about musky meat, like the like the letter, the words, the arrangement yeah. of letters. I don't like musky meat. <laughs> yeah. They used to sell it. You know, you used to take them to the market. It's a different time now, you know? But I guess when I think of meat, I think of more like a steak, burger, not a fish fillet. 35-pound 48 inches, and I'm telling you, you can get some nice steaks if you wanted them. Yeah, but it's the wrong color. My, my mind is not... Yeah, it is the wrong color. When I think of meat, I think of something like Arby's. You know, oh. something like meat. Not, not uh. that that's great meat, but, you know, Arby's has yeah. whatever. We've got the meat or whatever their little slogan deal is. But mm-hmm. I, I don't ever be like, here's some walleye meat. Hey, are you pass me over some of that bluegill meat. Mm-hmm. It, it, I, I know it's convenient because it starts with M's, but it's just, it doesn't roll off the tongue right. Well, you haven't read the book. Apparently. Yeah. And, and that book was probably dated like 1847 or something yeah. like that. <laughs> He's reading one of them. Yeah. It's one his grandpa gave him. Yeah. It probably also explained how the, the legalities of beating your wife with a, a switch no bigger than your thumb. That used to be legal. <laughs> oh. Did, you guys knew uh, that, right? I'm not, oh, my God. Yeah. No, yeah. Yeah, that was something in, like, a high school history class that the teacher really liked to point out several times throughout the year was that it was legal <laughs> to beat your wife. But only back then it wasn't called that. It's a good day at school. <laughs> yes, it was great. High school was the best. Yeah. Um. Okay, so we got musky fillets. Just in case any of you... Teenagers here have wives right now. <laughs> so, <laughs> that's, that's no, that's no longer legal. Neither is selling musky meat. Yeah, right. Well, maybe back when they were in high school, they did have wives. Back in the eighteen hundreds. Yeah, but prepared musky yeah, meat. Prepared musky meat, and your life expectancy was twenty-eight. But yeah. Anyway, so prepped musky <laughs> meat. I don't even know where we were at. Okay, we're we're not even through the fat easy plugs. We got through the rod holders, baits. Pick those up at Team Rhino Outdoors. Musky tackle online. They're going to be getting another shipping here shortly. Uh, well, I don't know how shortly. So much shortly. I'm sure. Yeah. In, in the coming in the coming weeks or and or months. Yes, <laughs> boring has begun. The bait shop is open back here at the Young House, and uh, 
I've been pouring and drilling and sanding and back to the old grind. Uh, we'll be getting Andy some more blanks to filter through and, uh, Vance and I will be painting some, and he'll be painting some. Then that leads us into Muddy Creek Fishing Guides. Get a hold of us next year, fishing April, May, Pennsylvania. Uh, Vance or I can both take you out there. We'll see what we can do there. And then end of May through November, we'll be at the famous waters of Chautauqua Lake. Days are filling up. And uh, if you know when you're coming, get a hold of us sooner rather than later. We will go out there and... Uh, we won't try to get you on some fish. We'll get you on some fish. Put it that way. Damn right. And if you do come out with us, you'll be fishing with St. Croix rods, best rods on earth. Give them a fair shake during this holiday season and hard water season. Uh, they got a rod for every species. We use them, abuse them, love them. Uh, and you'll be fishing out of Ranger boats. Shout out to them uh, for sponsoring Muddy Creek and this show. Uh, and get all your ranger boat needs at Vixed Sports Center in Kent, Ohio. They have rangers, Starcraft, Star Welds, Tritons, used boats. Get you in there for service. Um, check them out. And uh, if you're buying a boat now and thinking you're going to fish in the summer, it better be a used one because I think it go it spans across all of the uh, – the, the, the boat companies, they're probably behind and have a wait list out the door. So, but get on it sooner rather than later. If you want to be fishing by the summertime, if you're, if you're in the boat market. So. Hey, Andy, real quick. Did you ever hear anything else? Is, is like Evan Rude is, are they done? They're out, right? I haven't heard any news. No. I mean, I saw like the announcement that they were going out, but I mean, it was sort of sudden and, I don't know I mean, if uh, going out was the right term. Yeah, that's what I mean. There was something like they, they stopped and they're going to be doing something else, but they're not okay. like selling off, you know, the, like the tooling and the process and the design of their outboards. Who knows what they're doing? I mean, they might, I don't know. I mean, we can, I can guess as good as anybody, but, you know. It might be Johnson's next year. It could be Johnson's, but I mean, I, I just recently saw an yeah. automobile commercial saying that whatever, by 2035, all their cars are going to be electric and mm-hmm. trucks. That's pretty, that's not that far away. So, I mean, I who knows? Maybe they're doing something like that. I don't know. I have no inside information. Okay. Yeah. I'm just, I, I just <laughs> but I'm an electric outboard. This is a lot of electricity power. It would be, and I'm not sure. Like, it's gonna happen. What 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 kind of? If you could find it, well, Vance, you, you had to use it there a few years back, quite often. Oh, hell yeah! And it's it's kind of slow. It's, <laughs> it was slow. It's kind of slow going eight miles an hour. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was. It just shut off. The old twenty, I mean, the old twenty I'm, game in handy. Yeah, I'm. I mean, I. I mean, full disclosure, I, I I ran out of gas last year. I came in on electric power. You did <laughs> last year happened. Oh. Well, yeah, last well, year. last year like 2020? 20, 2019. 2020, I did not run out of gas. Uh, 
you know, but, but, you know, just, <laughs> just a nostalgic look back to last season, not, not this current one. I didn't know I, about I that. Know. You want to, you want to let, this would be a good time to talk about it. <laughs> well, I was, I was actually with, uh, I mean, thank God I was with, um, Dave, uh, Dragasic, you know, he fishes with us a lot and, um, I was with him during the evening fishing and uh, pushed it a little too much. And <laughs> we were trolling along and uh, it just went dead. Uh, and, and I said like two hours prior to that, I was like, man, I don't have a lot of gas, but I really don't. I don't. When the red light goes on, I don't know how much is in reserve. Yeah, I don't either. You know, and then when you're using like a kicker, you think it, it, I don't, I think it I could at least you know keep going a couple hours. Well, that was not the case. And, well, you, uh, you actually could if it was a couple hours, but it just wasn't three. Well, it just it was it was a little bit it was a little bit less than I anticipated. It was let's just say the red light was on for a couple hours, and oh. uh, I didn't pay much attention to it. <laughs> And, uh, I, I did, I had to go about, I was up in Mayville and I, I went back to, uh, Camp Chautauqua. So I had to go that entire distance. Oh, um, and my, uh, my lights didn't work. Okay. So wait, you were at the very north end of the lake. You had to travel, what is that? Six, seven, eight miles south? Yeah, seven miles. Yeah. yeah and and, and you did that with the fuel light on or after the boat shut off? After the boat shut off. Okay. So I, I got a question for you. When the light came on, were you traveling away from the dock that has the gas station on it? Which light? Like my brain? Like you screwed up, or the actual? No, no, like like the light that says, "Hey, it's time to get gasoline." Oh, I was just like still fishing. You know, I was traveling away. I, I should have been. Maybe like, hey, let's troll back to the dock that has dinosaur yes. juice that makes this thing vroom. Mm-hmm. No, man, we had to. We we were on a bite, so. Okay, <laughs> so so, so now you're eight miles floating around with no gasoline. And but I had 36 volts of energy. Oh, gosh, yeah. And that got me, like, 3.1. And then by, like, the end of that run, I was down to, like, 2.6. <laughs> <laughs> so you went eight miles on the electric? <laughs> yeah, it was bad. Like, you, you don't know how far away you are. Uh, when when you're used to using big motors and stuff like that, it you know it takes five ten minutes to get down. There. Let me guess, you still put planer boards out at three, at three I, uh, we, uh, After we we reeled in after we ran out of gas, and I was like, damn, what am I gonna do? Oh no, oh no! And then about like fifteen minutes into the pulling with the electric motor, uh, we set lines up. Did not get a hit. <laughs> you oh, I was nervous put... about the. I was nervous about the lights. Like the the buttons on the panel are like touchy, and sometimes when you're using your boats and stuff like that all the time, 
that panel's not as responsive uh, as you'd like it to be. So I would like hit the light button and, you know, maybe the live roll would turn on or um, maybe the horn would honk, you know, it just was all switched up down there. So I, uh, I, I couldn't get the lights on. It was bad. And I got stopped. I mean, like, like when the, they, when the gas shut, when, when you had no gas and the motors quit, you stopped? I No, I got stopped by the police on the lake. Now, the yeah. yeah, like right by the dock. Tell me you tried to run. Yeah. <laughs> you turn the head on the drawing. And you start turning like you don't see them. Well, like, we would, we would you know, give credit to those guys looking out because, I mean, it was a black boat. It was, like, pitch black. And, you know, if it wasn't for all the shore lights, I'm sure we could have just got away with it. But I think it illuminated just enough to see a boat shadow. And uh, we got pulled over. We really I didn't can't pull to get pulled over. We can't we pull over gonna... any further. I, w- I was like, hey, man, I had an electrical problem on the, on the water. Uh, I'm just pulling right to this dock here. And they were like, okay, well, we'll make sure you get in safe. They were cool about it. Did, did they little, say over a bullhorn, say, prepare for board, like prepare to board <laughs> while they were holding their AR-15s? No, they had like blinding lights shining into us. Okay. And uh, like, what are you doing out here? I was just like trying to get in. I had an electrical problem. I also had a gas problem. That I, I largely <laughs> ignored <laughs> while the sun was out. <laughs> Yeah, like, did you have your mask on? Oh, that was that. no, that was two thousand. This was pre-mask. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> pre-mask. This is how we're dating things now. Yeah, yes. back in the Free old tips. times. Yeah, back in the old times. Back in the good old days. Mask. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. In the before times, we could stay yeah. out at all hours. So we'll be talking about with our kids. You know, we used to walk outside without a mask. You mm-hmm. what? How could you, you could live? Smile at people. We, we like breathe fresh air, and uh, <laughs> we talk to people. You could see them. You could see their face and teeth. It was mm-hmm. unbelievable back in the day. W- would you believe we'd have gatherings called parties, and on that one day a year, <laughs> you got to eat the cake that someone just blew all over? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> to come to our house and eat. It was mm-hmm. unbelievable back then. Yeah. <laughs> it was yeah. encouraged to talk to others. If, in fact, you were made fun of. <laughs> if you did not, you were called names like antisocial or Andy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or Andy. <laughs> <laughs> antisocial or Andy. <laughs> Are you being Andy today? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Are you going to yeah. talk to somebody or are you just going to sit there? <laughs> like the second option sounds pretty good to me. So, yeah. So then how many gallons did you put? Did you, did you just electric it onto the trailer or did you buy the $80 a gallon? Uh, no. So, they would have been very closed by that time. Yeah, yeah, it, it was it was pitch black. So what we did was we um, 
tied off to the dock and walked up to uh, my camper and uh, got in his car, went to the gas station, filled up a little five galloner, put five gallons of gas in, you know, walked back down. It was, you know, and then we were eventually like in by a, a nice cool uh, 1230 AM, you know, by the time we got the boat on the trailer, <laughs> it was terrible. Okay. So what was the moral of the story? You got to have more gas. But we were talking about like getting one of those motors to go so fast and you know, get that little trolling motor, 36 volt system, 24 volt systems. And they pull us along anywhere from two to three mile an hour. You know, could you imagine having a, 150 to 400 horsepower electric. That's crazy. It, it off of some little battery. I don't think that battery would be little, but I mean, start I, off. Yeah. I have been very impressed with the energy <laughs> stored in a essentially car sized battery. I remember back with my old my old little aluminum boat went to an electric only lake and I just had one 12 volt battery hooked up to the bow mount. Now I also had another 12 volt battery for like the, the backup. for like the starting battery and all that stuff. You know, we fished a normal fishing trip for me and went the whole perimeter of that lake, which was probably, I mean, every bit at two and a half, three miles, like around the whole lake. And I'm like, I still got, power it was one car battery you look at that and you're like this thing just moved essentially like 2000 pounds couple couple 3 miles and it still has some energy left in it but mm-hmm. i also look at a battery and i'm like i don't trust you i can't see yeah. what's inside you and I so much not. so much so much variance with the uh, the fishing the wind you might have been at the same lake that i've been to like if the wind's blowing right you can stay there all day the wind is not blowing right, you're going to get one or two drifts. If you fish the way you do and just drive the whole time, you're going to make your loop and you better get back. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I went the whole perimeter. So there would have been times that the mm-hmm. breeze was helping me. There was times that it was hurting mm-hmm. me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. No, th- this this lake is, is still a lake. Well, now um, – what, the one you're talking about, Tamarack, it's it's filled back up. Yeah, so here. It's filled back up. I think it's a, a year or so away from any real stalking of, of any muskies. But mm-hmm. it'll be interesting there. But they might do what they did last time and take a bunch of piney fish over there. They could. They could throw some adults yeah. in there. Yep. I don't know. That, that's above my pay grade. I don't. I don't know how I would, uh, you know, to go about stalking a lake that was. Uh, I'm not going to be going over there. So, <laughs> you mean you don't want to be hitting any more stuff with your low, lower unit? Mm-mm. That Eesh. lake was. That lake was full of it. Mm-hmm. So the lake that we were talking about, because there's a, we have a little couple stories that I could uh, do was kind of like the secret lake around our area. 
and I think Todd, you can you can agree to it was um, Tamarack. There was oh, a lake yeah. called Tamarack. It wasn't very wide. I'm gonna probably say what maybe at the most less than a half a mile, maybe quarter mile wide. Oh yeah. But it was extremely long for what its uh-huh. width was, and it was an electric only lake. Not a whole lot of like. I mean, it was kind of developed really hard on the one side, and by developed meaning yard. There's yeah. sporadic houses. It's an electric-only lake. But it was weird in that in the dead nuts middle of the lake, if you go tip to tip, like the long way in the middle, and then you know in between like that narrow, mm-hmm. um, it was like four feet deep. Yeah, it it... it. I don't know that I was ever on a lake that there was a dam at either end of the lake. Yeah, so if you open it up, it will drain is. both ways. Yes, because it's only four feet in the center, and it's deeper on each end. And by I, not I, much, I like 12 or 14 feet or something? Yeah, it's not like it's deep, but I've never seen a lake like that. No, it's it's special in that way, but it was also special in that it was this hidden gem for musky fishing. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. you caught your one thousands fish there. Yeah, I did. Out of that, a little tinny. Mm-hmm. I remember seeing the photo. You also had some really good, um, ice fishing days on it. Yes, we did. Yep. All that happened after they drained it the second time. I think it was better the first time before they drained it. But yeah, so now it's been refilled three times. Yeah. <laughs> How do they get those fish out of there? You believe it? Um, well, they did good the first time. They drained it, but now we're talking. That's been. I don't even. I, I can't. I can't think. The first time they drained it was probably twenty-five years ago. Twenty twenty-five, and then they refilled it for about because it's been empty now for. How long it's been empty, Andy? Six, I'm gonna say at least. Years? I was gonna say at least five. Now what is what was what is their purpose in <laughs> to save the city to save the city of Meadville from the dam failing and yeah. wiping it out? <laughs> the dam is that bad. Apparently, it didn't pass the the safety yeah. things as it, like there was they saw they saw some stuff they didn't like. Yeah, and they drained the dam, but but the way it is, like one one side of it would have drained to Meadville, and the other end would have drained towards you. Right? I don't. I, I don't know where that other. I, I would imagine nah, the other side would yeah, end up going to, um, further south. The, the same drainage, but yeah, it would be. Yeah, it would be way below you. Yeah. It's not gonna. I don't think wipe out houses. Mm-hmm. Or the, the density of houses that. Yeah. But you know it. It was neat to, to watch them, so so they they drained it. They and they like Todd said they did the best they could. They scooped up a lot of fish. They spread them around. They didn't just take them all to one spot. And then they fixed the dam, filled it back up, restocked everything. And they're like, "Oh yeah, we're tearing it down again" because it was like a ten-year plan. Yeah, that I don't think was was well known in the community. That they're like, "Yeah, this is going to be here for a short while. Then we're going to do it again." And they did it again, and it sat empty for a very long time. And they had people out there like buckets and nets and doing what they can. But I have a feeling a lot of fish perished. Oh, the second time around they did for sure, yeah. So, um, 
anyways, it's filled back up and yeah. but yeah, there there was a lot of times where you're running the trolling motor, getting back to like the original story. We we've gone nowhere on this show. Um, no, we're we're not even through the plug yet. But yeah, so. the uh, we we you'd be going along with your bow mount, and all of a sudden you'd almost like hit the deck or fall in because the, for whatever reason there was like a forest of trees throughout this whole this whole lake, and yeah. Being four foot deep, you kind of had to watch where your bow mount was because you're going to drag it in the mud at some point in the middle of the lake. It, it's one of those ones like, crap, we ran out of battery. Just roll up your pants and jump in and you're going to not get even wet. <laughs> but the lake looks enormous. It just had a very low volume of water for the surface area. Mm-hmm. But muskies loved it, though. Yeah. I went up and looked when they drained it, and I, I you know, like you were saying, they, they, like it, it, it was a stump, but the stump would be there, and the roots, like 10, 15 feet off either side, like a big root ball. Mm-hmm. Tons of those in that middle of the lake, which is, makes it so odd. It was almost like they had two fairly decent sized ponds and they're like listen if we had a put four feet on this dam and we're gonna have a big lake (laughs) yeah (laughs) i don't know but yeah that's that's something that's i should look more into it before i talk like i know what i'm talking about yeah but you're pretty yeah yeah but pretty much what it is buddy yeah so musky zinc musky zinc get all your local musky ink chapter Got them all throughout the country, wherever we have muskies. And uh, I just think it's very important if you're into muskie fishing, get involved with your local chapter. You know, the, the chapters are what gets things done. Uh, they work with the fisheries. They work with, uh, the you know, talking about the lake we are just talking about, Tamarack. Our, our club did some stuff to, you know, raise some shiners because they put the fish in there. And, uh, you know, they needed some bait fish. We bought a bunch of shiners they put in, and uh, we did that many years ago, but our club's been working on a bait fish fund for a long time. I know a lot of these clubs are doing stuff like that. So, uh, you know, get involved with your local chapter and, uh, you know, figuring out what you feel is the best to do for your local fishery. Uh, Muskie's Inc. gives you a little bit of power to talk to people, and, you know, you can explain to what's happening on, you know, what some of these other clubs are doing, and I know that's helped state to state a lot and uh you know you get some ideas but your club is only going to be as powerful as as many people that want to get involved with it you know they always need leadership they always need stuff like that so so much stuff going on with musky zinc lunge log all the tournaments they put on you know all positive all positives you're into musky fishing, you ought to be involved. Amen. So, with that, we're going to make the announcement again. Musky Max has been postponed to 2021. Uh, we got plenty of time. We'll get more details um, as we approach that, which is 15 months away. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully. Hopefully, we'll I'll, I'll have time to get some baits made by then. Mm-hmm. 
I might start here in about another six months. That leaves me with uh, nine months to get it done. <laughs> so, anyways, we're 48 minutes into this. Vance, yeah. so... I have something to touch on real quick. Let's hear it. So I, I wrote a, a little, like, 700-worder for um, Muskie Hunter. It's called like bold predictions. Okay. And I predicted that in 2021 shows would happen and the Canadian border would be opened back up. And so far I fell flat on my face. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I just, you know, you just touched on something there, Vance. I cannot believe, I mean, if it was back before I got so involved in this guiding, uh, right, don't go to Canada every year. Like, that is what I look forward to every year. I just can't believe it. I know a lot of people that came to Chautauqua uh, just because that border was closed. I just can't even fathom that this whole summer you couldn't go up there and go fishing. I mean, if this would happened 10, 20 years ago, I would have been absolutely devastated. Absolutely, yeah. And think about this. I just can't believe that. When it does reopen, are those places that you stayed after year after year, are they, yeah. are they going to be open? I don't, Where they know, they I don't know how they'd be open. Yeah. Every time when I, went, when I went to the places, you'd be, there'd be like eight cottages. And, you know, usually all eight of them were American people, Americans mm. that came up there to go on fishing trips. I don't know how they're going to. I have no idea. Yeah, wow. that's that's gonna go. But I can tell you this: if you can get up there, especially if it's closed again this year, or you know, most of the summer this year, oh my gosh, those fish have been untouched. Yeah, I mean, the locals have been the, fishing. Yeah, and I don't want to pick on the Canadians, but I mean, things have changed. There's a lot of Canadians. There, there are quite a few Canadians that musky fish now. But I'm telling you, you go back a few years, none of them. Must be fished. Yeah. <laughs> there was nothing that they were interested in. At least the lakes that I went to. So what you're saying is that if you can be one of the first there, that when the bite is really starting to go, you can just sit there and be they'd be crushing front hooks, banging fish, baby. Ooh, yeah. Oh yeah. Yep. I mean, untouched. There's a lot of the pressure up there. I mean, even though uh, even though the Canadians did get into the musky fishing a lot more, I'm just talking about the areas that I go up in Canada. And uh, man, they just that they didn't really care about them. You know, it was pickerel, pickerel, pike. Well, pickerel were more walleye. Yeah, the pickerel walleye. Yeah, yeah, but. Uh, you know, I did. You know, the Canadians did start fishing some of those areas, but man, it's just unbelievable that nobody got to go all season. That is just whew, actually does spark my interest a little bit. <laughs> yeah, to be like, oh, that place wasn't touched. No one even fished last yeah. summer. I'm yeah. not going to catch a fish with a hole in its lip. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Didn't catch a lot of them up there. 
to begin with, let alone what would what it would be like now, man. Good thing we're uh, we don't have a huge sizable audience that's hearing us talk about how these fish are going to be completely naive to baits. <laughs> yeah, Canada closed. Unbelievable. No shows. Crazy. Okay, Vance, since you're on a hot streak, who's going to win the Super Bowl? <laughs> I can tell you who's not. Don't start. Um, I'm going to call gut, gut feeling. I'm going to call conference championships. I'm going to take Buffalo over Kansas City. Buffalo gets back to the Super Bowl for the first time in the 90s. Oh uh, when... It was 92, 91, 92. So, I mean, you're talking, what, 30 years? Squirming Thurman. Yeah, Squirming Thurman. I'm going to say that Buffalo versus uh, Green Bay. Okay. Who wins it? Green Buffalo. Hmm. Is that because you're picking the local team? No, I'm not local to Buffalo. Chautauqua is. Yeah. And you live there seven months a year. Again. Over over two, I'm falling flat on my face on predictions. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Do not put money on this stuff. Hmm. It's a bold prediction. Okay. It's bold, but I'm, honestly, Vance, I, I I'm really can't believe you said that because I would be like, I think Buffalo. I think Buffalo. I think Buffalo too. I know nothing about Green Bay. I know they have what's his name, Rogers. Yeah, yeah he's playing good too. But I'm so going it's, Buffalo. It's not great. Yeah. Okay, how about how about the the home team for you, Vance? Do you see them making the playoffs? Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, they're yeah they're they've already clinched that. I think yeah, they clinched win. that three weeks ago okay, before did, they lost three in a row. Yeah. <laughs> Do you see him yeah, playing a non wild card game? <laughs> um. Yeah, I think they make it through wild card weekend and lose in the divisional. Okay, bold predictions. Bold predictions. <laughs> predictions. We're talking football. Well, you, you brought up the bold predictions, and I just wanted to kind yeah. of ma- make light of a text that Vance sent to me the other night that said Steelers are good. <laughs> <laughs> that was a couple weeks ago. It's been. It's really affected my mood. <laughs> <laughs> like. I can't. I can't. I just can't believe what I'm watching. <laughs> it's terrible. I uh, I had someone. And I have. I have friends that have played in the league, and friends that that coached in the league, and we text back and forth during the games, and they can't believe what the hell's going on. 
I mean, it's unbelievable what's happening with that team. It is terrible. Oh, yeah. So, Vance, here's something I, I wanted to ask you. I guess we can do it on the podcast. So your family used to go to all the games when you lived down in Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. Like all of them. Every single one. Until you restarted fishing. And then yeah. Mm-hmm. And then it was most of them, and now you miss all of them. But what happens? What happened to the season ticket holders? Like you guys have, your family has a few season tickets. No one's so, allowed in the game. I mean, do you get refunded? Did you not have to pay this year? I mean, what happened? So what they did was, um, they just bumped it up. You could either take a refund, or you could just put it towards 2022. Okay. Because generally, like. Uh, I would say like week 10, week 11, you're already paying for the next year in mm-hmm. full. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's how that goes with that. And they just kind of threw their hands up and said, whatever, you know, just yeah. bump it, bump it to next year. You can have a refund. Refund or push it to next year and then you don't pay next year. Right. Right. It's just money sitting out there already already mm-hmm. you know, your seats are already paid for but yeah that's how, that's how it goes that's how it's a going a lot of businesses they don't ding you too bad the nfl they, the for a season you know you mm-hmm. average like it's it's like pennies compared to you know baseball and hockey really and i'm sure the nba as well um just because of the lack of games. Mm. You talk about if you're, you're in a hockey town, you know, and you're paying a hundred bucks a ticket and there's 42 games a year, that's extremely expensive. Plus playoffs, those are seven game series sometimes. Oh yeah. Like I remember looking into getting the hockey tickets at one point and it was like, you can get this quarter season or whatever. Mm-hmm. And it was four, 13 games or 14 games. Well, you didn't get, Half that with a football season. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. That's how that goes. Yeah. My poor Steelers. Poor Steelers, but I'm thinking more poor Vance because Vance doesn't have a boat right now. Vance does not have a boat. And Vance took his boat back to Vicks and in the uh, process broke his back. So that was well. I so I was starting to say I had a person reach out to me and wanted to see some photos of the doe hunt. They they were listening to the uh, hunting podcast, so I sent a bunch of photos there. And I'm like, today it hit me. I said on that show the the hunting part two, there was also a quick story of the table, and when you brought your boat home for the first time all year. Um, you split the table. So I today sent those photos out to help illustrate. Um, oh, yeah. The uh, karate chop from the blade on your prop, cutting the table. <laughs> okay, you should stop now, Andy. This boat is sold. There's nothing wrong with it. Yes, correct. Well, I mean, the lower unit's still attached to this one, but it just happened to grow a table off the one blade. <laughs> It yeah. doesn't perform real well. There's this table spinning. <laughs> it's a it's it gets you out of the hole really fast. 
yeah. the table. <laughs> but then there was another photo of everything crashed to the ground after you put the prop a third of the way through the table. <laughs> that's a, that's a, that's a stretch. I stopped. Because, because you put the hole through the drywall. <laughs> I did, yeah. Yeah, I messed that drywall up again, too. I can just see, like, it'll be like, what's that, Shawshank? You just peel the poster, and there's a hole that you can see through the wall. You just... Somebody asked me, like, is there something different you would do with this house? Like, if I could make the garage go to infinity, <laughs> probably <Yeah>. do that. <laughs> I'd buy the lot behind my house and put a garage door on the backside of my so I can just pull through. <laughs> yeah, rough. So, are you bummed at all about not having a boat or bold predictions? Uh, We're going to do bold predictions, oof. but. Jeez. Old predictions. You can have a boat in April. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> yes. And again, I'm very bad at uh, my predictions are not coming true. And it I'm going to say yes. Maybe Andy's Ranger. Yeah, I mean, I yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm cheap. I'm only 45 an hour on my boat. <laughs> I would not pay that. <laughs> Again, uh, I know the code. I know how to get in, so I just take it. But but, but you, what you don't know because you've never owned one is the magic of a carbureted outboard. Mm, I'm sure I would do just fine wrecking it into things and breaking it. <laughs> Smell. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't know. B- bold prediction. I'm going to say I'm going to have a boat. If not, I'll, I'll be fishing out of something. Just might not be my own. <laughs> In my name. <laughs> okay. So, yeah. Vic's bass boat. Uh, yeah, I, I was going to say. It would be something like that. Dealer plates. Something like that. <laughs> Dealer plates. I'm going to be like, Vance will come over. Here's my prediction. Vance coming over with like some like 520 decked out bass boat like a 350 on the back of he goes hey this is Vic's personal boat I swung by Muddy Creek here's some track I don't care screw it to the deck just, just don't break it <laughs> there's no way I, you know what if they gave me that to run charters I, I don't think I could do it you got two power poles out the back a 32 inch LCD TV in the front Nah. I, I don't know. I, I I would not do well in that boat at all. <laughs> Best, but I'd be so nervous. You got like six inches of freeboard. Oh man, yeah. People falling everywhere. Eesh. You buy nervous. buy like one of those ninety dollar um capsule deals that you put on a walk behind snowblower. And then you're like, here's my bimini. <laughs> you're just sitting in your own little <laughs> hut, like a beehive suit. Oh, man. We'll see. We shall see. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. Oh, God. My luck, it won't be here. Oh, Jesus. So, same boat, same color, same motors. 
No table. Is, is the, no table. Minus the table. You, you guys can keep that, Vix. Um, is there anything different with it? Um, no, there's not. There, there's nothing like new that's coming out. I know that hummingbirds like uh, dropped. Well, it like leaked that they're coming out with a live scope. What that Garmin thing is, pan optics. Mm-hmm. So humming a hummingbird made one of those uh, transducers. And it works for like all helixes that are generation three and four, um, and their other their other lines like that. So that's new. Um, am I going to get one? I, I don't. I don't know. Yes. I doubt it. I don't know. Yes. I would have to get another a screen. I don't need another one. Another screen. No, it but would I just mean... be for my own personal fun. I know, but. That's just how you are. Is you're gonna probably get it. I don't know. Like, somebody brought one on my boat last year, and I couldn't stop staring at the thing. You like completely lose personality. No, oh, I had I had somebody just tell me this the other day, Vance. That he was fishing somewhere, and he's like, "I wouldn't." I was watching the screen. They were casting, too. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I "Was watching the screen," and. He's, he's like, I really did. I think I missed this fish because of this. I was paying not. I was not paying attention to what was going on. I was more involved in watching. Involved, more involved in the screen. It yeah, it's be like okay it's like because we're not fishing. Right. It's like going to a uh, a sports game and watching the scoreboard the whole time rather than what's going yeah. on the court or the field or the ice. Um, watching the scoreboard. I can, I can, yeah. Well, yeah. If you're going to a, li- a live sporting event, but um, the guy brought it. It was portable, and um, like I said, I watched that damn thing. So I, wa- I-, I couldn't take my eyes off it. Were you like, trolling or casting? Trolling. Trolling. You were running into stuff and like buoys. It was, oh, it was bizarre, man. I mean, you could see the fish come up. And follow the damn lore. Uh-huh. And you would see it like bounce off and go to the next one. So say like the down rod came up and looked at that lore, then went and looked at the out rod and like hit the leader. You would hear a tick and then it would disappear off the screen. Uh-huh. So. It's stuff that we know that's happening all the time when we're in areas like that. Like, you know that fish are coming up and looking at the damn Uh. stuff. But to see it happen, it's addictive. And um, it kind of, like, made me feel like I was, like, young again. And I got a follow and the fish didn't hit. I was like, oh, god damn it. You know, like. There's yeah. one. Oh, 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 oh it's, uh, it's gone. <laughs> Damn it. Why didn't that thing take it? God. I'm such it a was, loser. Yeah, it was. Uh, I mean, there's no way that I could be as personable. I don't think because <laughs> it's a stupid thing's addictive. At least at least like in a trial run for it, you know, maybe year one, year two, I'd be like, eh, whatever. Uh, I don't know. But yeah, who cares? But yeah, it was like addictive, and there is no way that you would use that in the dead of the, 
you know, the summer and freaking boats everywhere. I'd be wrecking like hell because your eyes are, I'm to, and to be honest, like, you know, it sounds bad, but looking up from graphs and things like that, I, I do like stare at the things a lot. It's and not like look forward and to see yeah. what the hell is in front of me. It's like a feel thing. It's like quick look back to the dash, quick look back to the dash. Like, I don't know how I don't run into things more often. I think a lot of fishermen do that, but um, I don't know if, if guys can relate to that or I've been driving here for a while and I have not stared to see if I ran into anybody or if I'm about to run somebody over. Vance, do you remember when we were uh, walleye fishing, I don't know, like three, four years ago out of your 20-footer? The three of us? Just me and you. This was the year before the three of us. And all the fish, we didn't catch many fish, but they were all just tanker 28s. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. That was fun. I remember there were like an hour went by and we were like, we didn't even look forward. Mm-hmm. Like we literally <laughs> drove miles and we mm-hmm. didn't even, dis- we, we never seen where we were going. Because you, we were looking down at the graph and then our back was to the, to the bow of the boat because we were running the damn spread. Yeah. <laughs> you just don't look. We just literally don't look. We just wing it. <laughs> well, I hope no one's out in the middle of this lake. <laughs> A lot of distractions. Yeah. Lots of distractions. And that thing is like a, a huge distraction to see. And it, like I said, Hummingbird's coming out with it. They said it was going to be 2022, but it broke that it was coming out in 2021. And of course, they've like made it smaller. And all you need is like one little plug in and it's ready to go. Um, I haven't done much research on it or anything like that. And I really don't know much about the pan optics uh, Garmin stuff. Um, but it seems like Humminbird took that product and tried to perfect it to make it just like one single singular piece that you need and, uh, you know, made it smaller. So we'll see what happens there. I don't know. Hmm. I don't want to get one. I don't want to get one. You're no get need one. to have, no need to have one. Keep saying that, you know, you want it. Bold prediction, I will not get one. <laughs> <laughs> so that means <laughs> it's going to be ordered. Yeah, I'll have that. I'll have that and no both. <laughs> yeah, check yeah. this out. And you're just dipping a little, a little transducer off the dock. You can use my jet skis in advance as soon as I get in to fix it. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, man. Hey, there'll be long-term rentals in my boat. It'll be forty-four dollars an hour. Free. I'm going on. I'm going on the friggin' the plan. On the plan. Everything free. I'm going on the government plan. That's that's your pole barns. The government for me. I'm just taking taking stuff free. <laughs> free, free. Yeah, I, I'd, I'd give you it. Um, but I got a whole bunch of foreign countries I got to fund first. Yeah. And, and uh, statues. What a bunch of. Uh, yeah. Okay. So, Todd, how about your boat? What What's the story with that? 
My boat is over at VIX. Uh, finally got the insurance company agent or whatever, the guy that goes and takes pictures. Oh, the adjuster. Yeah, the adjuster. Dealt with I've never dealt with this before. <laughs> Just Vance, ask Vance. Very, he has them on speed you, dial. You have had lots of different adjusters. I never had to do a claim, but yeah. The adjuster got so, a hold of them. They're not going to open up till the 7th, and he's going to go over there. They ordered the parts. I don't need to my boat right now. I can tell you that. So. Mm-hmm. I wonder. I wonder what uh, did they diagnose it yet? Like, yeah, this needs a whole lower unit. Yeah. Or, you know. Yeah, that's why they called. There's like, there's there, you might as well turn it into insurance. So mm-hmm. turned it into insurance. Excellent. So there's no really no news yet because they gotta just the wheels turn slow at this point. Yeah, they already looked and saw what they need to do. They already ordered the parts. They probably will be there. And, uh, well, they, yeah, they said the parts were, I didn't have been there, but they got to wait for this adjuster to go over and take a picture. Yep. So be ready to go. We're all be fishing on 20 horsepower. Who knows? But you'll have a full tank of gas. I will have gas. Right. And you're running a 20, you can run a lot of gas. Mm-hmm. 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 So much so you can ignore all the warning signs. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, you know, and when you're running the kicker, the light doesn't come on. That's true. It does not read off of the main gauge. So, I have gone out where I saw it like click red for one of those evening charters. Like after the second or third evening in a row, it's like, oh gosh, the gas station was closed last night. I didn't get it. And, do the evening and when you go up on plane you see the red light come on and it goes off like oh, i can get through this mm-hmm. i've got this that's when you know you have a true quarter of a tank of gas yeah. i'm gonna troll tonight and we're gonna troll and no i'm not gonna go to mayville like vance did but well. i'm gonna stick close <laughs> <laughs> but if the bite is what it is you gotta go right <laughs> Yeah, I just yeah. completely didn't know what was going on there. I did yeah. not pay attention. I, I, I really <laughs> I really like how it was conveniently left out at all the times that we talk about the time I ran out of fuel at the dock. Yeah. And how I was a bad captain and Vance has been sitting on this little nest egg of yeah, I literally ran out of gas as I ignored all warning signs eight miles away on a fifteen mile lake. Oh brother. Trust me, there's a lot of things you don't know. I'm sure about what I've done on that stupid boat that makes me look like complete idiots. You know that ski jump? Well, I did it. (laughs) (laughs) I think that you know when your boat ran out of gas, though, it was like you guys were eerie, weren't you? Yeah, we were eerie, and I was like, I was nervous as hell. Oh God, because I thought I broke something. Yeah. So for, Andy, uh, Andy's very serious. <laughs> He's like, you hold this boat here. If you don't, <laughs> I'm going to kill you. And I was like, oh my God. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. I've been dr- driving boats and I'm like, shit, it's broke. I turned it off. Oh my God. How do I restart it? If it, it sounds like I'm flooding it, he's going to just reverse the whole truck into me and it'll be the end of me. <laughs> You're walking home. 
that was hilarious. I mean, the funny part about that was it was like, the, you know, maybe we did that that fishing in 2017, and the gas was from 2015. Yeah. Oh that yeah. That was the fun. Yeah, that, that, was, that there gas. There was lots of gas. It was just it was just tar in the bottom of the tank. <laughs> yeah. What, what you guys fail to realize is the gas in my tank is older, has spent more time in my tank than in the earth. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's got a little system that's like uh, turns into usable fuel. That's right. It makes its own fuel. Yeah. Yeah. Not only is it premixed, but I have to mix it because it's powdered gas. <laughs> I have to add water to get mine. It's mashed potatoes. Yeah. Yeah. That are those powder eggs. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> yeah. That's fun stuff yeah so uh, basically nobody from muddy creek has a boat right now but uh except for this guy right over here <laughs> and he's got a boat and a canoe vance can borrow the canoe he's got to put some stabilizer in there but uh we're planning on doing trips yeah we'll be ready to go hell or high water I'll be making right, some good thing. money this it, it, year. It's Christmas. Just quickly. Quickly. Fishing or hunting. Fishing or hunting wish list. One thing. Pick it. Go. Time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Pick something. Pick okay. something neat. Pick a gadget or something. Okay, how about this? This is what I'm wishing for. I finally got the green light to go fishing tomorrow. I'm like, this what? is perfect. Now listen. Oh my gosh. But listen. I'm like, this is perfect. I'm going to I sh- I I did some final shooting, some tweaking on the rifles. My wife got to shoot her gun, thank God. And I'm like, I'm going fishing tomorrow. She's like, that's fine. Just be home, be home before this. I'm like, wow, that was easy. I find out why I think I got that permission here later, but um, I now look at the weather and it's like, oh yeah, extreme rainstorm switching over to freezing <laughs> rain. I'm like, this. <laughs> you watched the weather before. He's like, yeah. go ahead, go fishing tomorrow. You got a free call. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm I, I'm gonna see. I had this like big plan. I'm like, I'm gonna be like the old Andy. I'm gonna go hit five or six holes. And really pound on it. I was, I was looking at my uh, USGS mapping and seeing what kind of flow and temperature and what's happening, and just dusting off all that old knowledge in my head. And then I'm like, oh, perhaps I should check tomorrow's weather. Oh, yeah, <laughs> eight, eight to fourteen inches of snow. And I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> why me? <laughs> why me? <laughs> You you guys are going to snow right away when it starts, huh? I think they said in the afternoon, but see, the weather advisory goes from Wednesday to Saturday, so it goes right yeah. back to that meme of expect zero to eighty inches of snow. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I have no. You just idea. take it how it comes up here. You know, you never know yeah. if you're going to get two inches or sixteen and a tree falling on you. Yeah. <laughs> Me being a southern boy, I live an hour south. 
uh, calling for a lot of rain here tomorrow and then turning to snow. You guys might get. I have no idea. Last week we dodged a snowstorm that gave us two inches, and you go an hour to the east of us, and they got a foot and a half. Yeah. Yeah. I just plowed the driveway the first time in two years. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know, but. So I'm I'm hoping I'm hoping for a co-op you know a fish to cooperate. That's that's my goal for tomorrow. That's my dear Santa list right now. Todd, my Santa list. Okay, so the day after Christmas, we're going to look at putting a new kitchen in the house. Kitchen's been in the house since 19 way before we bought it, 1978. Time for a new kitchen. I just hope my wife can pick a nice piece of granite and we're done. I just want to go shopping one time. Mm-hmm. The countertop, you know? And, and that ties into to fishing as in you're not going to waste all your time shopping for granite, but you'll be making baits instead. <laughs> I'll be making baits, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is one, one-stop shop here. Yeah. Okay. You know, after talking everything out and hearing everything for this podcast, my Santa wish is a boat. A boat for <laughs> Yeah. Definitely a boat. It, it won't fit boat. under the tree, but it'll fit through the drywall. <laughs> yes. A boat or an infinity garage. Oh, man. I'd love an infinity garage. <laughs> You're going to put your little... Uh, storage shed and just line it up to the back of the garage and take the wall out. If I ever had an infinity garage, which is a completely made up thing, I would be the one to like find the black hole in it and then disappear forever. (laughs) Accidentally. I found this seam in the space time continuum. Let me go and I'm going to peek my head in this. Last we saw him, he was trying to get that boat in the garage. He just never returned. <laughs> and I want to shoot a buck in 2021. A big old deer buck. Mm-hmm. That's it. Shoot a buck. Did you? You didn't shoot a buck this year, did you, Todd? Yeah, I got one in New York. Oh shit! Yeah. Damn we talked about that when we all shot bucks in one year. That would be uh-huh. sweet if that happened again. Yeah. So we all got a buck, and you're like, this might never happen again. And I don't think it's happened since. A, a Pennsylvania buck. I think we did do it, but it was out-of-state deer. Yeah. 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 Pennsylvania deer. Mm-hmm. And it all comes down to... Time and luck. Gun season is a... Yeah. And he's going to get his... I hope. He's freaking better with all that work he puts into it. Yeah. For sure. And he's going to get his, and then it's up to us. Yeah. I mean, I could have got five in rifle season. Well, yeah. Four or five. Yeah, I could have got rem- six. I remember. I think I'm going to do the cross. I might have to get into this crossbow stuff. I know somebody who has like five or six. Yeah. Mm hmm. It was one of the first things my daughter said after we got her deer out of the woods. She's like, man, I wish I had another buck tag. (laughs) You are just like a lot of my friends. (laughs) Soon she's going to be like. You could take her to New York then, too. We 
can't do that till she's getting to be oh, fourteen. Okay. I could take her to other states, but yeah, she's going to be looking at like, Daddy, we're not that far from Ohio. Yeah, and New York, <laughs> yeah. and right yeah. then and there, you got four right. buck tags. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Gosh. Mm hmm. Good That's stuff. It's a wrap. It is. So, all right. Merry Christmas to all. Even though that's offensive. And to all, a good night. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Very nice. All right. Big thanks to Fatty Z Muskie Products, Muddy Creek Fishing Guide, St. Croix Rods, Ranger Boats, Vicks Marine, Muskie Zinc, and Muskie Max Plus. Postponed 2021. All right, everyone. Merry Christmas. Thanks for listening.